Ross for breakfast. Talking Depot Studio for the next two hours. Breakfast powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. It's, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day for everyone out there celebrating the 14th day of February and we'll be sending love throughout the next two hours. Simon Miller, we love it when he's in the studio. He'll join us before seven. Adam Selwood, former West Coast Eagle, Premiership player, of course, and he is playing footy on the weekend in a charity game at Leaderville Oval. More on that. And Jordan Clark, our favourite from Frio, will be in, uh, of course, thanks to Barista and McCafe. Barista made ice-cold coffee drive through for your ice coffee favourites at McCafe. And mastermind Toddy from Elkamos, his subject not too far away. As I say, very happy Valentine's Day and good morning. G'day, sweetie. How are you? Give us a kiss. How are you, love bunny? <laughs> <laughs> Just going through the. Um, well, I'm a bit worried about this. I'm a bit worried about the romance in this state. And uh, I'm sure there's a lot of love out there for anyone. Do you remember when the Book of Love in the West Australian was like 40 pages? Yeah. It's four. Four pages. A quick scan. There's no Tim, but there is a Pookie Man Smokey Bear. That's not you? Is <laughs> no. Bronnie call you that? No. Huh? And <laughs> what about, does she call you the hottest husby bum? <laughs> no. 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 Uh, I think we're in strife, mate. I think no there's, Scotty? There's no, no, there's no Scots. There's no Tims. There's, not, there's Spanky. Who? Spanky. <clears throat> Spanky. It'd be Valentine's Day. See, I reckon, I reckon they're the extracurriculars. I reckon. I reckon they're the codes for the extra. You what? would. You would not. You would not. Oh, the extra. Oh, the stray. Really. You hey, would spanky. not put your wife or girlfriend in there. Hey, Spanky. That's code name. What about? See it for. My tickety boo. <laughs> yeah. Goma doesn't. Anyway. That's from um, my tickety boo. Love you with all my heart. Your. Double O two Julio Bidanga. Yeah, that's Bidanga. Oh, that's <laughs> probably how they got together. Yeah. Hey, just quickly. Love you, Pickle. <laughs> you called Pickle. No, yeah, not in a good way. Hey, Scotty, do you believe in Valentine's Day? Do you, oh, do you partake? Well, look, at the end of the day, I think Gnomes would be happy to say that every day is Valentine's Day at our place. Do you partake in Valentine's Day? Um, oh, a little bit. A little bit, but it's not like a big grand gesture or anything like that. It might be just I'll cook something nice. Uh, oh, so you do. That's that's what I'm talking about. So you do invest in it, in a way. Well, sort of. I'm not. We're not restaurant goer, holding hands across the table type stuff, swinging hands on the beach. It's amazing because in, in the in the as you say when you talk about the, the book of love was eighty pages deep. Oh, it used to be thick. It's now not even. There were lots chips. of Scots in there that I could have claimed. Yeah, that was for me. That was for me. But Nothing. restaurants in Perth would be packed out and you wouldn't be able to get in and mm. you'd make the late, the, the late play and you'd miss out and you'd have to sort of downgrade. Or the other one is you'd go to work and, you know, you'd, you'd, something would arrive for you. Mm. And you had to debate yourself whether you ring your current girlfriend and or... Oh, I'd say, oh, thanks very much. Are these from you? You've got to be careful. <laughs> well, I would have thought the words, are these from you? That's your first red flag. 
Well, and other options. I don't think, yeah, that's right. I don't think I've ever had anything sent. Yeah. I think, are you, could you be called Little Baby Jump Jump? No. Yeah. Can you not keep going with that? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and I agree. Scotty should be very careful reading out stuff like that on the radio. There's there's stuff in I, there. Oh, I read them first. I'm not like you with the text, mate. I read them first and then just check. Dirk saying Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, so, uh, an interesting text on the text line uh, to our Melbourne crew from Twinkle saying, I've just moved back from Western Australia to Victoria. Oh. Oh, Twinkles, he's left us. Oh, that's a blow. Well, that's a, that's What's his claim to fame? A good one. Um, Pies man, big Pies man. Um, agreed with a lot of things I said. Yeah, he did. I liked him. He might uh, still be listening on the app. Maybe, he he'll, so. he'll be over there flying the flag for WA. Yep. And, uh, and they got themselves a good one. Yeah. I think he's, I'm not sure if he's flying it for Basil there in the rest <laughs> of the text. But... <laughs> Anyway, hey, text in if you wish. Uh, if you've got, if, if you would seriously, if yeah. you'd like to send a love message, yeah. <laughs> not not to us, obviously, but uh, you know, to someone in your life, you feel free. The we'll... boys have just put up on the screen. Um, the song is "This Is Rihanna." We found love. Thank you. I was thinking more like when I asked the boys for love songs to be played through the show, I was thinking... A bit too know, modern, these ones. You know. <laughs> if you do have a love message, you want to share it with someone, 0487 736 736. Don't forget Bedshed are the experts in temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases. And we're chatting for my cafe, Coffee. Uh, Scotty, big show. As I mentioned, Simon Miller's going to join us, Adam Selwood, awesome. uh, and also, of course, our mate from Freo, Geordie Clark. Beauty. Uh, and Mastermind is a beauty. Say, I've followed Mastermind as much as I follow um, on this day. What's the who's on today? Todd, Todd from, from Alchemos. What's his topic? Scott Cummings' goal kicking career. Yeah. Well, that's a narrow... Scott Cummings <laughs> going to number 14, that's... the best ever you know Eagle. So, ladies and gents out there, that is a prime example of really narrowing it down to not, not much. It's tough. I've written the questions. Yeah. Not easy. Oh. Not easy indeed. Oh, OK. That's a bit awkward. But OK, no worries at all. But you can contribute to it if you wish. Mm. You can actually play for him, I reckon. I reckon you and him together. You and him today. <laughs> yeah, see, there you go. Through the soundproof, non-soundproof. Yeah. <laughs> That's approval, isn't it? <laughs> Through there. Um, that, that might not be fair. Who, who's playing on uh, Friday? A little fella for the the eight-year-old from uh, Southern Region who wants to talk about Collingwood. Oh. Collingwood scores in the last two years. Well, t- oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's not one of those kids, is he? <laughs> yeah. One of those real annoying smarty pants. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I can't remember. What happened yesterday? Bo from Australind. Right, oh, Bowie. Yeah, well, now I'm torn. I, well, let's see what happens today. Scotty, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you are experiencing this, and our listeners are often just waking up. But may I just make mention? This is a medical thing. The day is so slow today. Uh, seriously, I got here, and I reckon I was sitting there about ten minutes before you said something. I'm going, Are you serious? It's only five thirty, and about ten minutes later, you said. Does anyone else feel like the clock stopped? I said, yes. Today is a slow day. 
But, oh, we'll fire it up. But driving in, driving in today to the stadium, there were a lot of cars turning off in the first. You know how we come off the, the Graham Farmer? Yeah. And we go to the second down that way and then that way and yeah. back up yeah. that way. Other people were going that way. Into the first one. Yeah. Into the Marley Loop. Yeah. And interesting enough, I've got a suspicion that they're the staff who, and I know Largie will be listening, our man, inside the stadium. I think they're lifting said pitches out today. Yes. Good. I think it's over. It's over? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me it's over. <laughs> World's <laughs> longest cricket season is over. Hey, um, I don't normally... Delve into this sort of territory, not in, not in this early in the show either. What? No, it may. It's breaking news. Yeah, hang on. Just just before you throw yourself to the wolves. <laughs> I'm going to throw myself to the wolves. So I'm just going to just have you done your due, due diligence on this? Yeah, yeah. Took, took a phone call. <laughs> Didn't make any others, but took one. Okay. And from a very good source. So you're breaking some news on our show. Go ahead. News that you'll be able to have some serious input on. Seems your besties. I am footy royalty. <laughs> what was the one from yesterday, please? I am the West Coast Eagles. I'm led to believe that there is severe interest, and not only uh, from one party, but from both parties, severe interest in Trevor Nisbet's retirement being put on hold and moving as the CEO they're looking for a high-powered person to your club, St Kilda. Anything? I know. Anything? I know what you wanted. You wanted the X-Files. No, I wanted... You were, duh, duh, duh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, well, we'll try it now. Anyway. Go, hey, hold. Yeah, let's try we can edit it. Up. I am led to believe that there is severe interest from the St Kilda Football Club and from Trevor Nesbitt that there could be a role available for Nizzy in Melbourne at the St Kilda Football Club. Boy, oh, boy, oh, yeah, and then you throw that tool in there. Uh, that, that's, that's what I'm led to believe. OK, let's just... Uh, okay, stop, just How stop, just feel? stop. Let's pair it back. Let's, let's get cut the gimmicks. You're telling me and our listeners that Trevor Nisbet's name has been mentioned in dispatches... Linked to the St Kilda Football Club. Is that on the back of Simon Lethling? Yeah, departure? obviously, yeah. And uh, information comes from a uh, very reliable source, anyway, that uh, he's involved. And um, uh, that has been thrown to me yesterday. How do you, well, what, do you think there's any validity in that? I'll, I'll take that and, and, and absolutely inquire on behalf of you and us. Trevor Nisbet, when he was going to leave the West Coast, was never going to retire carte blanche and just put the cue back in the rack and enjoy. Two, three years ago? Is that when that was first? My information more recent than that was Trevor was going to take a short break, freshen up, and then go back into a role. Now, it didn't necessarily be footy. I thought I have been thinking... If he was staying in Western Australia, the Wacker position is about to be reborn because Chris Matthews is, is moving on. Mm. If he was staying in WA, 
as a CEO of an organisation, high-powered, the Wacker could do That's a lot worse. That's prime. Yeah, absolutely. But you have thrown a Football's real curveball. Football's where he is. That, yeah, um, correct. But it is moving to Melbourne. Yeah, it is. And then at that stage of his life, does he want to? Um, but he loves it's, racing. Yeah. The racing happens. Is he mates with Steve Rosage? Yes, I think they worked together. Uh, they did work together at West Coast, of course. They didn't sell when he went to, no, to Freya. Good no. work. Um so, yeah, that's that's the information I was given yesterday. So uh, we'll keep an eye on that. And I'll, I'll ask you to go and get your little investigative goggles on <laughs> and um, and find out what you can. He's a listener. He's a listener to the show. He won't he won't prompt him, to him, text yeah. me or message me right now until I prompt him. So I'll give him uh, a couple of t- minutes to decipher that, whether he's picked himself up off the floor <laughs> and said, oh, wow, the credible Scott Cummings is... Uh, that's good information. I'm, I'm, oh, no, I'm oh, taking we'll, it, so we'll find out if it's 100%. good information or not. It might be absolutely rot. So there it is. But, um, I'll tell you what, right now, who does about. listen to our show is every other media outlet in Perth, hmm. and they will be absolutely making phone calls right now, and it'll be online within an hour, I reckon. <laughs> Would that be enough for you to throw your full support back behind St Kilda? 100%. You should be torn. No, you should no, be no, torn. No. Well, no, my full support for St Kilda will happen if there's other changes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, you're forgetting this in there. That would shock me if they were with, with Ross and Trevor worked together. That would shock me. And I hope that Trevor Ooh. would not share any of the my information about Ross <laughs> <laughs> to Ross I over tell a long you what, period of time. Oh, you'd, you'd love to be a, a fly on the wall. There's two very um, strong-willed... Ross wouldn't cop it, mate. Ross wouldn't be able to work. Day, Trevor, Trevor at the end of the day, be. if you've got the, the footy boss or the CEO, who is the coach's boss, both of them, uh, <laughs> just saying one wow. thing, I mean, you need to listen, unfortunately. Big call. We'll wait and see. Go to work, Goss. I will do. 13, 12, 55, 0, 4, 8, 7, 7, 3, 6, 7, 3, 6. Uh, so on this day, of course, we're talking about romance, oh, so to speak, and and couples. We thought we'd throw this one out today. So we're talking, of course, we're talking about sporting power couples or couples in sport over the journey. Do we have a – I'm sure we've got something – one, two, three, four, five. It's our list. Ah. Mumbo number five. It's our list today. <laughs> so we're looking at sporting couples either on or off. So it could be romantically linked or performance. Or linked. dynamic duos. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, dynamic mm-hmm. duos. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Right. All righty. You can go first. Yeah, I'm not sure where I start with five through to through to one. Well, I really hope you're across this mob. Now, I'm not into I'm not into it anymore. But you know, as a young fellow and growing up as a teenager, um, I watched a little bit of the WWF, and I thought the most dynamic duo of all time in wrestling, Goss, was the Bushwhackers. <laughs> Tell us more about the Bushwhackers. The Bushwhackers were a tag team from New Zealand and they would come out, they're the absolute cowboys. They're wrestlers. They're wrestlers. And they would come out swinging their arms above their head. And I just loved them to bits. They were a dynamic duo and very successful too. The Bushwhackers. If you haven't seen them, Google them. Not the band. But Google Bushwhackers WWF. Right, Good, strong start, that right, one. Very... There's someone out there that 
is with me, guys. All right, I'm going to get get through these really quickly because no. we do have uh, Simon Miller after 6.30. Uh, my number five is Agassi and Graf. I think that's a, a wonderful power couple. So, <laughs> yep, nice work by them, Agassi and Graf. I have them at number four. My have Tiger Woods and Steve Williams at number four. Oh, good. Yeah. Steve is such a tall. Great caddy. And uh, they were at the top of their game for a long, long time. Number three, I've got Posh and Bex. Posh and Bex have just stood the test of time. Superstar. And and, and she was a very handy netballer. We're very working (laughs) working class. Be honest. I I am being honest. honest. I am being what honest. What did your dad drive you to school with? So my dad. No, one answer. My dad. What well, car was it? It's not a simple really? answer what because. What car did you get your dad to drive you to It depends. No, 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 no. Okay, what in the eighties, my dad had a Rolls Royce. <laughs> Working class, posh, posh and best. Ah, We're looking at couples on this day, of course, being uh, today being Anzac, uh, Anzac Day, um, uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. I'm thrown. I've been thrown by the Trevor Nisbet news. I'm still trying to work that out. Sporting power couple, Goss and the Eagles. I really like that. Well done, John. I'm so close to swearing. Uh, Gaze and Copeland. And it's the Tigers. Famous duo. Yeah, In absolutely. the NBL, there's been some great duos mm. in basketball, but I think Gaze and Copeland... Jeez, they caused us some pain, In the they? 90s, they certainly did. Number uh, two for me, Paul McNamee and Peter McNamara. The Max. Don't think for them. Nothing at all. They won 47,000 tournaments. Nice work by you. So, yeah. So, Max. Yeah, good. Max or the Woody, see? No, nah, well, they don't talk anymore. All right. <laughs> no, I want people that are still my, mates. My number two, let's go to the field of racing. They've got to Portland Singer. Melbourne Cups, Glenn Boss, Maccabi Diva. Yeah. What a combination they were, and they'll never, never be replaced. Did you put Maccabi Diva ahead of Black Caviar and yes. Winks? Uh, Winks, line ball, but three Melbourne Cups does it for me. Mm, I agree. My number, number one, one? my number one power, power duo or sporting duo, which won't be popular here. I grew up barracking for them and I loved them. My two, my favourite ones at number one. A Dermian Dunstall. It's short. Brereton marks it uh, well, well short of centre half forward. Still inside the square. Brereton deciding to play on. Looking down there for Dunstall. Bogey. Brereton goes for the knock on to Mavaxos. Mavaxos in turn goes for a hand pass to McGrath. McGrath a hand pass into the goal square to Dunstall and Dunstall puts it through for his. Ah, OK. Centre half forward, full forward. What yeah. a combination they yeah. were. Absolutely. Tough as teak too. Both of them superstars of the game. Absolutely. They were number one for you. That's uh, a beautiful take. What a marvellous take. That's a great combination from the pair who've done so wonderfully well for Australia over the years. Lily to March. Yeah. One of the best combinations we've ever had in this country. Yes, yeah, good call, Richie. Richie. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good great one, call by you. Number one, Lily and Marsh, Maccabi Diva, Glenn Boss, Gaze and Copeland, Woods and Williams and Agassiz and Graff. Mine's Dermy and Dunstall, the... The Max, Paul McNamee and Peter McNamara. Posh and Bex at number three. Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf. And number five, the Bushwhackers. Baron O'Day, because the little things are everything, on this day is next. Scotty and Goss, good morning. Happy Valentine's Day.
birthdays, events, and some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. 14th day of February, St. Valentine's Day. Thanks to Baron today because the little things are everything. Happy birthday if you are celebrating today, of course. You're sharing it with lots of love. Tom Berlinson's birthday. Get up. Come on. If I can get him 90% fit, his heart will get into the line. And Come on, fight. Tom Berlinson. A legend called Farlap. Yeah, so he was the star of Farlap. He, was, he actually wasn't, but he's was Australian actor, but he was born in Canada. Huh. Yeah, and he's uh, he's 68, old Tommy B. He's, he was in lots of things as well. Hey, Rob Thomas, Matchbox 20, they're in town, are they? Yeah. Rob Thomas, 52 today. Also good, celebrating a birthday. Susie DeMarchi, who's a yeah. West Aussie baby animals. She celebrates a birthday today. She's 60. There's a lot going on here. Hey, Scott Owen's birthday today. Melbourne band Living End. He is 49th. Awesome. Scott Owen. That that song. Good tunes today. It's to my good mate Wes Cameron. That's sort of like the type of music he likes. <laughs> <laughs> Head banging crapola. Hey, <laughs> Cadell Evans was born on this day 47 years ago. Here he comes, swinging into the home straight. This is the winning ride of the Tour de France. Bet your boots on it as Cadell Evans of Australia makes history today. Look at the crowd and there's thousands of Australians here. Let me remind you. Yeah, he took out the Tour de France in 2011. First Australian to win it at the age of 34. He's 47 now and officially one of the most boring people I've ever met. Yeah, and that was, was that Phil Liggett? Yeah. He's a legend. He's yeah. as legendary in cycling as Crofty yeah. is in F1. But Cadell, I did an event with him. No good? Cadell. Wow, that was hard. I mean, it's just, you know, you know, that's why they're as good as they are. Yeah. Because they're so single-focused. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. not up there like. with number 11, is he? Here you go. Who else you got on your Who's list? Who's number 11? <laughs> Where's the 10? What did he wear? I can't remember. <laughs> no, no, keep going, keep going. Keep no, going. No, no, it's on this day. Quick, we're running out of time. <laughs> We've got a really special guest in. Mary Fowler. World Cup as Fowler. It opens up for the shot. Superstar, bonafide superstar of the world game, 21-year-old Mary Fowler, born in Cairns in Queensland, of course. Uh, decimal currency was introduced on this day in 1966. The B-52s made their performing debut on this day. And on this day in 1967, Aretha Franklin did this. YouTube.com domain was registered on this day in 2005. And also on this day, we celebrate Valentine's Day. Happy birthday if you're celebrating a birthday today. Thanks to the team at Baron O'Day. Don't miss out on the little moments because little things are everything. After 6.30 news, our favourite, Simon yeah. Miller in the house. After 7, Adam Selwood playing romantic. the game this weekend. Also Jordan Clark from Fremantle. A whole lot more. And we are still trying to get to the bottom of the breaking story, according to our man Scotty Cummings. And that is... Trevor Nisbet's name linked to a move to St Kilda. All that more still to come. Scott Ingalls.
is Valentine's Day and we're just doing our bit for the community. 14th day of February. Simon Miller in the studio. It's 26 away from 7. Thanks to the team at Tab Touch Park, of course. So Greyhounds out there at Cannington. It's a great night out of the Greyhounds. You can get there every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday at Cannington. Chris Clifunas. You can. Free entry as well, of course. Don't forget. Greyhounds WA. Gates open 5 o'clock tonight, so get on down there. Port Adelaide will lock away young gun free agent Todd Marshall to a long-term deal. He's poised to oh. sign a five-year oh, contract oh, with no. the club. Oh, don't oh, tell no. Kane. Oh, geez, Kane's going to have to. Long-term deals. Oh, oh, it's OK. It's Port Adelaide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all right. The untouchables. Ken Hinckley might sign a 12-year deal. Wow. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, fair enough too. Uh, Andre Russell was very, very good last night as the Windies uh, won the last Dead Rubber T20 here at Optus Stadium. You'll be uh, Some football news. Manchester City beat Copenhagen 3-1 in the Champions League. Portsmouth in League 1, they beat Cambridge United 3-1. Hey! Top of the table by know, six points at the I moment. I know, mate. Crushing it. The old Pompey, we're coming. Absolutely crushing it. Portsmouth, mate. Oh, yeah. They're going to be in the championship in no time. We were in the FA Cup final not that long ago when you really think about the whole... We were in the FA Cup final. Yeah, relatively. Yeah. Teddy Sheringham played for us. Yeah. And he left us and become a poker professional. Yeah. I've heard... <laughs> I listened to a podcast. It's Arsenal-related, but Teddy, Teddy Sheringham's, Sheringham's name comes up a lot about how much of a tool he is. People just send in <laughs> stories nonstop about their interactions with him and basically how he just... Uh, bodies them and <laughs> just gives them absolutely nothing. Nothing wrong with being a tool, mate. I'm you right now. I'm the kid. Good man. Simon Miller's in the house, of course. Who's uh, the racing's finest? That's that's a, a, a good sound. That's a nice sound, but this, this is a better sound. This is now. Just tell us, Simon. Uh, welcome to you. Just tell us a bit of what what you like about this sound of this galloper right now. Is that nice? Yeah, really nice. You'd be and, happy with that? and a good action too. Yeah. You can tell off that. Yep, quick hits. When they make that type of sound, that's the sound you I want th- to hear. I thought it was you going for a run. No, nah, there'd be a lot of heavy quick. breathing going with that. <laughs> well, How you going, buddy? Good, good to be back in, boys, yeah, uh, for the new year. Great, Great to see you. Yep. Happy, happy Valentine's Day, uh, Scotty and Tim, <laughs> my two favourites. <laughs> Anything in the book of love for you today? Oh, there's a lot. Yeah, I didn't even realise till I came in and saw the West. <laughs> How are you... Uh, no, I'm not one of those. Do you know what I actually find amusing sometimes when you walk past and you... Oh, I couldn't go to a restaurant and sit there with you, like in my case, Ali, you sit there and then knowing that everyone else is there for the same reason and you're just like, well, this is a bit awkward, isn't it? Like, are you forced? Do you want to go? Like, Do you I mean, want to be? Yeah, it's are you, in, are you in trouble as well? Are you trying to get out of jail here? Much romance yeah. in racing? Uh, oh, yeah, there always is. I've got heaps with horses. <laughs> my, my last start winners. I'm in love with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's been happening over summer, mate? What have you been gearing up for? Uh, getting ready for a uh, big quokka, uh, mm. so in the juvenile races. Did you know that it is the same day as the derby? No. Yes, I don't know. So we've gone from one extreme to the other then, because last year it was um, the Adelaide um, gather round, so we had it all to ourselves, and this year we've gone the other way. Yeah, the Derby's on the same day. Really? Yes. Well, that'll be... Uh... I'm betwixt and between. I've been asked to host the Quokka because yep. I'm the king of... Well, Quokka. yours, that's an easy decision. <laughs> Whoever <laughs> pays the most, Cyril. Hang on a second. Yeah. Cash is uh, king. Say that again. It has been mentioned. <laughs> say that again. You're the one. I'm the king of the Quokka. <laughs> I'm the king. <laughs> the king. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got Amelia's jewel, of course. Yes. Is that her farewell for you? Uh, maybe, or, or Brisbane. So, yeah, we'll probably go to Brisbane as well and then we'll... 
the park. I don't want to harp on it because you've got more than that horse. You've got Live to Tell who tried brilliantly the other day. So she's in, she'll be in the quokka? Live to Tell will be? Yep. Breaking oh. news, but I can't tell you who because they want to break it. So, so Live to Tell and Amelia's Jewel will be out of the Miller stable. Yep. Live to Tell was very impressive at the trials. She's humming. Good filly, really good. Nice filly. Yep, really good. And Amelia's Jewel's moving from you. So we're all She'll go to Sydney in the spring. Yeah, so we're now all about live to tell. Hope yeah, mate, we we'll jump live off. to tell. Kings of Mills, we jump off. Yeah. Yeah. And do you, hey, clear out all, <laughs> do you clear out all Walsh's horses at the same time? Say, thanks very much, Peter. Baby, what are you? Baby with the bathwater? Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you in a genuine, and I know this all been discussed, I'm sure you, it wasn't, wasn't just thrown up that the horse was going to go to Sydney and a new trainer and that's where the campaign for who was going to be, but... When it's your baby and you've had so much success and you've been so good with her and there's such great attachment, is it is it disappointment? Is it any anger? Is there any? What's the emotion for you as a trainer? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, the the rules yeah. were at the very start when I got her. If she's any good, she's going east. And I and I remember saying to him, I hope she goes east. Um, and so I, I've you've had, achieved that. You've had a massive. hundred percent. I've had a lot of fun yeah. in it. Yeah. So. She's been really good. So. And you don't cry for something that won't cry for you. No, no. She'll probably miss me when she leaves, I'm sure. If we were framing a market... <laughs> she actually kicked the staff member this morning. Really? Yeah, there was no love there. Doesn't want to leave. No, let <laughs> it, he, he let it go in the box and she was feeling well and just went whack. And, and got how's him in, the staff member? Yeah, really good. Yeah, got him in the shin. <laughs> yeah. No, got him in the shin of all places. There's not much meat there, is there? Oh. Yeah. Hurt. It would. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Give him the day off. If we were framing, no, no, I had to keep working. If we were framing, <laughs> other horses to work. <laughs> if we were framing a market, do you know which trainer will take her in Sydney? No, don't know. Haven't. We'll discuss that after Quokka. And is there a handover period? Like, will you be in charge? Will you be charged with the responsibility of talking to the trainer and depends, saying, "Well, this depends. is what I think." Yeah, it depends on which trainer. You. If it's a mate of mine, I'll give him the keys of the city. If it's someone I don't like. <laughs> Yeah, fend for yourself. Yeah, tell, <laughs> tell him everything that Amelia's Jewel hates. Oh, loves this. Loves this. We're going to get a breakaway and come back. Simon's going to talk about uh, your charges going forward, and we talk about live to tell. We're just going to talk about the heat and, and what it's like to be a trainer in these current conditions as it is, and who are the rising stars, and life in the Miller camp as it turns out. Always great to have him in the studio. We talk of Simon Miller, trainer to the stars. Uh, boutique is the way we describe you, don't we? Yeah, very boutique. Yeah. How many have you got maximum? 30. Boutique's a nightclub in Melbourne, mate. Is it? Good one. Too. Had a real estate agent really in WA. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, uh, the agency, the agency. Uh, let's get a breakaway, Scotty and Goss. Oh, we've sung we've sung this to Simon a few times at the races, and we. <laughs> Simon Miller is here, barista made ice cold coffee. Drive through for your ice coffee favourites at McCafe. Now that's coffee fit for an Aussie. Uh, give us a dynamic duo. We've been talking about dynamic duos. Sure. So our list, uh, I had at the top of the list Lily Marsh. Yep. I had Tiger Woods, Steve Williams, Steffi Graf, Andre Agassi. I had Maccabi Diva, Glenn Boss. Uh, what did you I had Jeremy and Dunstall at the top. Um, Paul McNamee and Peter McNamara. Not bad. Uh, Posh and Beck's in there. Andre Angus and Steffi Graf. And tell me you know. Tell me you know the Bushwhackers. The Bushwhackers from WWE. Ah, damn it. No one's with me. Scorcher from Perth got a beauty for us. Uh, Tony Gregg and Bill Laurie. Yeah. Uh, great duo. What, what about Scotty and Goss? You gotta, I think you got to like each other. Yeah, okay. Gotta, it helps if you like well, sport, each other. Well, sport's easy because you could go like um, 
We'll be, we'll be remembered. You go Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. Or Jordan and Pippen. Yeah. So that's easy. Yeah. And then obviously you could switch to NFL if you wanted to. Um, like there's some easy ones there. Oh, you won't be interested. Yeah. Oh, we can change. The Montana and Ross, were they on the same team? Yeah, no. What about... Well, well played. <laughs> but were they? Yeah. McKinney, One of the best pitchers of all time. Oh, uh, Brady, Brady and the Gronk. Yeah. yeah Brady, Gronk, superb. Even now with Mahomes and Kelsey. Kelsey. Like, they're just ridiculously good. Anyhow. He's so, a knob, Kelsey. So, Have you seen his post carry-on? Nah. Oh. Mate, he's having a He was party. showing off for the bride. Yeah. That's all he was. He was Did just, the coach yeah. kiss the bride on the lips? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, the coach kissed Taylor Swift on the mouth. That's no, just, he didn't, mate. Well, well it's Valentine's. That's got that's got Spanish soccer, yeah, what about these soccer scandal all over it. And they're going to give you a couple of outwaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about? Um, oh, this one isn't outwater. McGrath and Warren. Mm, yeah. They were a dynamic duo. Bang bang. Yeah. But what about? Wouldn't you go tennis? You can easily go the Williams sisters. Yeah, good point. Yes. But I'm going to throw a real one. What about Pam Shriver and Martina Navratilova? Very oh, good great. one. Great. Very great. good Thank for you. you. Love it. And now I've got the pista de <laughs> whatever you say it. Ready? John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I've just dropped the microphone. Yeah. I'm yeah. out. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> what about Chris, Chris Everett and Greg Norman? Didn't last. That's not bad. couple. <laughs> no, well, I'm fairly handy, even though he's a complete sword. <laughs> New can roach. Yeah. If we're going down that line. Uh, Simon, you're, uh, it's hot weather. We're experiencing today 38, 42 tomorrow, and then drops to 30, but then again goes back up over the weekend. Uh, racehorse uh, trainer and racing stables. I noticed you had a number of scratchings for the meeting on the weekend down at Bunbury. It got moved from Ascot to Bunbury. Is, uh, I, I make this comment. Is it the trip down that also takes a lot out of horses? I mean, it's all very well to move the races to somewhere, but the horses in floats for a couple of hours is tough oh, work. You've hit a, I've gone from up and about now to getting angry. So um, our heat policies here are just ridiculous. The pen pushers in at Rawa are very dangerous people. So What do you mean? Well, it's nonsensical. It's, it's absolutely ludicrous that you could transfer the meeting to Bunbury because it's three degrees cooler and then expect us to put horses on the float for two and a half hours in a hot box and then get down there with no hydration, race, and then turn around and come home with them. You, got, you said exactly this, because when we when we spoke about it on air last week, I've gone, it's like an hour and a half down the road. Yeah, How much cooler is it going to be? Two and a half in the truck, so it's three degrees cooler, but they're in a... In the car, well, three basically. Three degrees cooler down in Bunbury to race. So yeah. But, racing, the, but you're putting them in the box. Well, that's the key. Race, racing in exactly the heat doesn't said, hurt gosh. the horses. It is purely your, your travel. So, um, And as it gets hotter, the horses get acclimatised to it more and more. Like if you belt out a 40-degree day out of the middle of nowhere, crunch, you're gone. Mm. But it takes management along the way to get it right uh, behind the scenes as well. You've got to keep your electrolytes up and back off their work. and So it's a management uh, side of it as well. But, I mean, even if they had have raced at Ascot Saturday, look, you, they probably would have called it off anyway, which you can understand why, because once it hits around 40, it's not enjoyable. But to to think that that's a smart play to go down to there, like, I guarantee you, all the railway people that were going to Bunbury would have had their... They wouldn't have had their windows down driving to the races. They would have had mm. the aircon on. So mm. it's it's ludicrous. You had a lot of scratchings. Yeah, you straight I, away, you just refused to go. Yeah, I put my horses first, so it's like no way. And I had the favourite in the stakes race. You did too. Yeah, but yeah. so you can't you can't do it. Like it's just insane. Even so, do you even get Pinjarra to? the other day. It was thirty eight degrees or whatever their stupid heat policy is, and they've got a different policy for each degree. 
which my God, they're oh. trying to split an atom. Um, yeah, so Macca had to wait from calling the first because they had to wait for the temperature to drop 0.2 of a degree. Like, give me a spell. All they had to do was send them to the gates. We run that late every race in WI anyway. The temperature would have dropped. Do you get listened to as you know, a leading trainer and do the, the training bodies, um, like all the trainers in WI, do, they get, do you feel like you get listened to? Well, uh, no, not really, but um, they'll, they'll never ask us what we think. So you just, Well, that's just dumb. Well, mate, that's them. But, um, but anyhow, so what you do is you just make sure you're reading the play on your horses. And, and I must admit, I scratched all my runners and I had a lot of owners and it was really nice and comforting. I got a lot of owners that messaged me out wide and just said, thanks for putting the horse first. And I was like, no worries. Yes. Uh, Simon, uh, I, I noticed, uh, and I know WA have chosen a, an apprenticeship team of five, I think, are going across to represent WA, apprentice riders, three girls, two two boys. But in Victoria, there's 11 new jockey apprentices going to the school, and there's 10 girls. Yep. That's pretty much across uh, the board now. It's Why do you think that is? don't know. Work ethic? Uh, could be, or... Opportunity. Yeah, I, the opportunity, or, or they want to do it more. I'm, I'm not sure. Like, Love of the horse? Could be. Could be pony clubbers that transition across, um, or they have friends at a pony club that rides track work, a little bit older friends, and then they sort of get used to that. It could be, but, I mean, I've had female riders for oh, about two years straight now. I haven't had a bloke ride for me full time, um, and, and that's the way it is, but... Um, yeah, they're very capable and they're good at what they do. I mean, look at Holly Watson. She outrode her claim pretty quick. Well, you you declared her on socials yesterday. You <laughs> put up a real get-to-know-Simon-Miller-type post and it was very entertaining stuff. I liked it. You said, your favourite jockey. And you went, oh, well, I employ them all. And then went, nah, oh, Holly Watson. Now, how have the others reacted to that? Oh, well, look, they're sensitive. Well, you've declared your favourite yeah, child. Yeah, I mean, everyone's got a favourite kid, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you got one. That's right. <laughs> Very tough when you've got more than one. Let me tell you right here, right now. Yeah. Give us a winner. Give us the horse to follow for you going forward. Uh, Live to tell, obviously. Yep. Yep. Um, she's a machine. Golden Vale Saturday in the Magic Mans. Pinjera. Yeah, she's very good. Hang on, I wouldn't write these down. Golden Vale. Magic yep. Millions 2 year Classic. Mm, okay. Yep, for the old conquering Coolmore. Mm, and if, yeah, Navy Blue. So you got the navy blue for golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Nice. Two for two. Geelong. Uh, Geelong yeah, Geelong colours. Yeah, that was funny when Bear Stay rang me. It was very good. Uh, so in general terms, you've got a good your stable's going well. Stable's good. We probably lost our way a little bit um, over that carnival. It was pretty tough for us, for for us. I lost a couple of my big guns. So, and usually I've got a, a good one that gives a knockout punch to someone up the straight. You know and they're fighting it out, then we just loom and get them. And mm. I found this carnival challenging but enjoyable because we ran second and third in a lot of those nice uh, three-yard races, but I was getting knocked out. I was getting hit with the punch when mm. usually I'm landing one. So it was it was a challenge. Hey, how did you find the last day of, of Damien Oliver's career? We were talking, Goss said it was one of the most amazing things he's seen at a racetrack. I had mates there just said it was just phenomenal. How did you find it? From a, uh, well, a non, he wasn't riding your horses. Um, look, it was un- it was unbelievable. You couldn't script it, and it was <laughs> insane. I've never watched a race live uh, at the at Ascot because I'm always on TV, down watching on TV, but I got held up as I left the mounting yard, and I was lucky enough to watch Ollie's first win, 
and I just looked around and I was like, this is mental, let alone his next two. <laughs> and it was enjoyable, but I was probably frustrated with my horse, uh, Vela Road, so I didn't get to appreciate Ollie's one. The first time ever he stepped slow and then he was out the back and it was game over and he rattled to the line like it pretty much summed up our, car- our carnival. But um, from Molly's point of view, yeah, what a way to go out. Interesting enough, because I think Wally Mitchell uh, and Aaron were stabled, stabled Munamek yes. and were preparing Munamek to come to the races yep. and heard the win. This is when Ollie rode his first winner of the three at the end of the day, and they heard the roar. And Wally Mitchell, who's been around since I was in short pants, seriously, he said, I've never heard noise like it. That was, was, it was For the first one. Yep. Yeah, and that was what I felt when I was in front of the grandstand. I couldn't believe it. It was it was unbelievable. Look, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was, and it was wild. And then obviously he goes and nails the next two. But I was yeah. out the back watching my one, and it was just like, of course he's going to get this game. Of course he's going to win. <laughs> and it was a gem. It was absolute. Uh, I, I know everyone got up and about for that for him winning. But if you actually go back and watch the ride, mm. it was insane. Oh. It was just what a way to go out. Yep. It's a bit like me and Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta. Just drop the mic. See you later. Well, you're almost out the door, but you can't go. But unless you give one of our callers, a listener, Scotty, who's a legend of our of our uh, fan base, he's in Anabolistic. He, like me, I think has 0.125% of a share in the horse that you train for us. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to annoy you, as yeah. you know. I say, how's my horse going? How's it going? Good. Yeah, that's what you're getting back to. That's just trainer front foot bang. And I like it. It's got a great name. It wouldn't be fast. Simon, mining legend. Is that a chance at Esperance on Friday? You previously trained it. No, I can't say I trained it. Never trained mining no, legend. But uh, get on. It's working well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Roy, for your input. Roy. Yeah, Roy, you have to sit it out for a little while, mate. Sit it out, Roy. Anaballistic Seriously Trials uh, Monday going really well. Nice. Trials Monday? Yes, Trials Monday, Belmont. Cross here? Yeah. What time time we jump? Oh, about 8.30. Okay. Oh, look, I'll come straight across. Oh, mate, why not? Can I, what do I do? Do I cheer? Well. Do people cheer at the trials? Oh, it depends. Some some do. I can't wait. Hey, thanks for coming in. We want to do this more regularly with you because you're, you're fun. We get a huge reaction when you come in. You don't just uh, give us straight straight answers. Uh, oh. Here it is now. Oh. <laughs> you to go. Chris is a star. Do <laughs> me to dance? After yes, 7 o'clock. Yes, please. Hey, Simon call me toes. Courtesy of Barista Mate, ice cold. Drive through for your iced coffee. Favourites of McCafe. Now that's coffee fit for Aussie. Scotty and Goss, good morning. Thanks, Simon. Selwood, part of the West Coast Eagles family, of course. And he is back in action on Saturday. He's playing in the Happiness Co Foundation WA All Stars charity game. It's at two o'clock at Leader Global. Scotty, you got a link to this? Yeah, we're going to uh, be calling it. Um, gosh, so I'm going to do some special comments. They're not going to probably be complimentary, but <laughs> I can only call it as I see it. Adam Selwood joins us now. Sellers, good morning. Good morning, Goss, Scotty. Yeah, back in action. I don't know how long I'll be in action for. I hope I, I don't do a hammy in the first 15, 20 minutes, but um, I'll, I'll give it my best shot. I was going to ask you, what tears first? Uh, calf for me. Calves are uh, <laughs> quite a regular occurrence these days, so I don't know if I can uh, wear the hockers out on the field, but um, they tend to help me out a little bit. But, um, yeah, Scotty, the body's definitely not what it used to be. 
<laughs> it is also going to be hot, 33 degrees. Nah, uh, that'll be fine. That'll be fine. No, he's perfect. You'll see Breeze will be in by then anyway. Uh, Sellers, if you were genuinely, when was the last time you kicked a ball in anger? Ah, uh, in anger. Gosh, I don't, I don't think I've kicked the ball um, for, a, for a good few years. Um, I, I used to obviously be at the club and help out with the women's program and that, so I'd get out and kick the ball then. But mm. since I left West Coast, um, it, I haven't seen a football for a good three years. Gee, so, so there's no, uh, it's like EJ Witten stuff, there's no training sessions beforehand, Sellers. It's just uh, we'll lob on the day and, and see how we go. Uh, there was. I couldn't. There was a session last week, Scotty, but I couldn't make it, unfortunately. So I think that was to try and get some cob- cobwebs out. And um, look, Goss, you know me. My kicking wasn't great when I was kicking it uh, every day. So maybe three years away Fresh. from the ball might do me, me a favour and uh, beginners luck again. Good uh, after a spell. Yeah, very nice. Hey, the Happiness Co Foundation is all important. They're in the mental health space, uh, sellers. We're all touched by mental health, whether it be us personally or people that we know. So it's an important cause and uh, it's sort of a strong message. Yeah, wonderful cause and, and great to see so many ex-players get behind uh, the work the Happiness Co are doing and uh, obviously they're doing a lot of great work throughout WA in, in many different sectors. So, um, yeah, the, the least we could do is to put up our hand for uh, a good couple of hours, run around and, and have some fun with the boys and, and hopefully put on a... I don't know if it's going to be a called a decent show, but at least a fun show for the spectators as well. Yeah, it'll be fun. Everyone knows. Uh, everyone knows that you could all uh, you could all play at an elite level. So uh, they're, they're there for fun. But which one of them is going to make it? Uh, which one out of your team you reckon, Sellers? So you just go. Yeah, he's going to take it seriously. He's going to try and rack up possessions here and just really prove to everyone that he's still got it. Oh, without doubt, Michael Braun. Um, <laughs> he, yes, without <laughs> doubt. Braun is, uh, for 30 years, or the 20 years I've known him at least, um, he's always been hard to contain and keep under control, and I don't think that's ever going to be any different. So, yeah, he'll. Uh, I'm sure he's done a six-month pre-season. He's been in the gym. He's got his face <laughs> tan on, and... Um, he thinks he's going to be out on the wing at Sydney uh, getting his 30 again. Yeah, well, Sellers, he, we had him on the show last week and he actually denied the French tint, as we know. French go, tint? What is that again? With your eyebrows and your eyelashes. <laughs> he used to get a French tint in, in I reckon it was with uh, Chicky's sister, Michelle. He used oh, to do he used to have a, be be- true. a beauty store there. I'm sh- yeah, he did, mate. I'm telling you. He's denied it, but I reckon he's still getting a touch-up. Yeah, no, oh, he'd be definitely getting... T- he needs a touch-up out of anyone, so... Um, <laughs> It's funny. He used to. He used to. Uh, I think he got Botox back when he was playing. No! He got these little dots next to his eyes. He was one of the first to get Botox, and he said the cat would always scratch him. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if that was him or it was Bree scratching him. But uh, he blamed the cat. Anyway, then we'll leave that for for off air another day. Oh, very very. <laughs> so cool. Botox and a fringe tint, and Sellers has also thrown in fake tan. This is a, this is extraordinary oh, revelation. for sure. Yeah, Scotty, he's from Echuca. There's no way that uh, any of us from country Victoria can uh, can turn up over here. We sizzle. Exactly. Hey, Sellers, what is what is your expectation of, of West Coast? Uh, I mean, I know it's been a tough couple of years and you, you still keep an eye on the boys and well, the way they're travelling. Um, it must be pretty tough to, to swallow how things have gone, but do you reckon there's a bounce back coming? I think there'll be a bit of a turnaround. I hope so. Um, obviously, with Donny in, um, I think that's a great appointment for him to start leading the club. And 
Uh, they've gone to the draft, so that's the only thing you can really do when you're down the bottom is to invest heavily in some really good young kids. Obviously, um, Harley Reid is going to be one out of the box and, uh, yeah, a fantastic addition to the squad, but still going to be maybe another 12, 24 months before we probably see consistent wins. But hopefully if, if we lose a few games, it's definitely not by the margins that uh, they have been over the last couple of years. Yeah, so what's a pass mark then, Sellers, for, for Simo and the, and the boys at West Coast this year? It's hard to sort of put one on them, you know, from how far back they're coming, the fact that they just haven't had a list for, for two years now. But what do you think's a pass mark? Um... Oh. I'm not sure with wins, but I would think, you know, they've been down in the bottom two and quite easily in the bottom two uh, for the last two years. So, Scotty, if they made it, if they got out of the bottom four this year, um, how many wins that means, I'm not sure. It might be between six and eight or something. But uh, I think I think that would be uh, heading in the right direction anyway. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, as I said, if, if they're losing games... And they're, they're hopefully losing them by under four goals rather than uh, the mm. blowouts that have sort of been. Then, you know, I think that would be a pass. And um, getting everyone back on the park and healthy, I think, if we had a decent uh, fit squad out there, then um, you just never know what could actually happen in the season. Yeah, I think I'm with you on the fact that it's, you know, they're going to lose games, but it's how they lose. And I think that's all the supporters want as well. No more of these 100 point pantings where the effort has been bordering on insipid. Uh, it's the way they it's the way they're going to lose is probably the most important thing, I reckon. Yeah, and and you know, even the depth uh through the waffle program, I, I think if you can have a relatively fit squad and then you get 10 to 15 guys actually playing waffle every week and um putting pressure on the guys actually to to perform otherwise they're going to lose their spot that's what develops a good strong club so the last few years you know you've seen in the waffle program there's hardly been anyone even playing so hasn't really uh i guess built any sort of culture or appetite for for those in the team to think that they're going to lose their spot so even if i just saw that as well just a development system where, where guys are regularly playing in the waffle and, and playing three or four good weeks before they get a game. And yeah. you know that the team's probably going to perform a lot better than what they've done um, recently. Adam Selwood, our guest, former West Coast Eagle, of course, Premiership player, taking part in the Happiness Co. Foundation WA All-Stars charity game at Leaderville Oval at 2 o'clock. Uh, get on our socials for tickets. There aren't too many tickets left. Uh, Alex Rance, Pav, Pritter, uh, Lynchy, Sammy Butler, Brett Peake, Bob Murphy's going to be playing. Uh, Sellers, you, t- you touched on your role at West Coast uh, some years ago in regards to the, the basically the launching of the AFLW program and, and its infancy. It's been a, some tough, hard yards. They've made a change at the coaching helm. Wow, they've gone to the top of the tree with Daisy Pierce. Yeah, I know. I, I, I asked um, Niz myself for that type of money. That um, <laughs> when uh, when I was trying to lead the program, he said, uh, "I'll pay you it, but I'll pay you it over ten years." So <laughs> I thought uh, that, that's that's not actually going to work for the family. Um, but no, it look really good. I, I've I've known Daisy uh, from afar, but um, I've met her a few times and. Yeah, obviously wonderful ambassador for, for female footy and, and really knows um, knows footy herself, but then also knows the, the female pathway. So I think it was a great get by the club. And, yeah, again, they, they've invested in the draft over the last couple of years, so they've got some good young uh, players coming through and, and hopefully they start to um, climb their way up the ladder as well. And uh, before we let you go, um, you, uh, you uh, are you still at Perth College? 
Yeah, still out at Mount Lawley, Goss, yeah. um, doing some uh, yeah, sports development and, and performance work with the girls there. So um, still in, in girls' sport, um, but in the education sector and, yeah, have, having lots of fun and, um, yeah, hopefully we have another good year ahead. We've started the school year and uh, everything's gone smoothly, so I just need another 40 weeks of that as well. And at, 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 at a school <laughs> level, um, the interest in, in AFLW or of, of women's football, strong? Uh, it's pretty, it is strong. We um, we deliver, I mean, it's private schools, so we would deliver up to like 17 sports at the school. So yeah, there's, wow. a, there's an appetite for AFL, but to be honest, um, athletics and volleyball and rowing and, and netball are probably like the, the primary sports at our school. Mm-hmm. But uh, AFL's been introduced into like the IGSA comp the last sort of three or four years. So the teams are building out and um, the Fremantle Dockers have got behind that competition and sponsored it. So... I think it'll be another sort of talent pathway for um, girls to, to play the sport and hopefully make it to the top level. Always good to chat, mate. Look forward to seeing you in action on Sunday. I might have yeah. to get there for the very start because I reckon <laughs> by about 10 past two, you might be done and dusted. So we're, we're calling the game, uh, Salas, and I'll be doing special comments. How many times do you think I'll get to see you with the footy in hand? <laughs> Look, um, Scotty, I, it could be under 10. But I'll, I'll let you know. I'll kick, I'll kick two or three. I'm a different type of player than I used to play. I, I don't put my head over the footy. I don't man up anymore. But I run forward, and I, I like the forward 50. So I'll, uh, I'll give you three goals. There Adam, we go. I Adam, like it. Adam Selwood, the downhill skier. I like it. <laughs> if he can pry it out of Brawny's hands. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, mate, good All chat. Right. Appreciate it. Good on you, guys. Good to speak. Yeah, he's a good man. See Adam Selwood from West Coast Eagle. And, of course, always a premiership player. Playing in the Happiness Co. Foundation WA All-Stars charity game. Get to Leadville Oval on Saturday, 2 o'clock. This is Scott Ingoss. Jordan Clark from the Fremantle Dockers joins us next. All I think about is you. Gets it to Jordan Clark, who's a long kick of the footy. Not too far away before we hear and see Jordan Clark in action for the Fremantle Football Club. Barista made ice cold drive through for your iced coffee favourites at McCafe. Fremantle Lockers' first home game is here Sunday, March 17 at Optus Stadium. Clarky, appreciate your time. How's the preseason? Yeah, good, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, preseason, as you can imagine, it's been pretty hot and uh, pretty tiring, but uh, we, we're getting to the back end of it and the, the scratch matches are starting to kick off, so it's everyone's favourite time of the year. Oh, it is. How good is that feeling, Clarky, when they actually, when you, you sort of get to a point where you go, preseason's over and you start playing again? It is so much better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everyone's looking forward to getting into the first lot of the scratch matches and, um, yeah, you know, start playing against some real oppo and, um, you know, we've got one more intra club and then we're at that stage. So, yeah, like I said before, it's a very exciting time of the year and we can't wait to get stuck in. What have you worked on in the off-season, pre-season for yourself, Jordy? Yeah, you know, obviously um, I've got a little bit to work on, but uh, I've tried to limit it to just... My sort of my work rate, my second and third efforts around the contest, and then um, obviously uh, my running capacity, sort of just pushing myself to the limit um, every chance I get, uh, whether that be in footy drills or conditioning. Uh, yeah, just trying to hold myself in best the best um, step for the season ahead because it is a long year, and um, it goes to show these days that if you're a pretty good runner, you'll um, 
you, yeah, you cover the ground a bit better and then puts you in more positions to get the ball. As you said, played your first intra-club on Saturday. From all reports, mate, uh, your run from that back half and through stoppages was elite. So uh, hopefully you're feeling terrific. And it was a seemed to be a, a fair focus on getting it in long and deep to uh, your big boys in Joy Amos and Josh Tracy. Yeah, well, obviously, um, yeah, it's no secret that everyone wants to move the ball uh, a little bit quicker and... Um, yeah, when you've got two key forwards like those two, a very good one-on-one, it's a vulnerable position to be in for defenders. And um, Yeah, it's, it's all about optimising that and um, getting the ball into those boys to give them more opportunities to kick more goals. Jeremy Sharp has joined the club, of course. Uh, he's got a bit of experience under his belt. Good to have him back home. What have you liked about him in the pre-season? Yeah, Sharpie, um, it's like uh, I think Joey Brady touched on the other day, that Sharpie's just a bona fide winger and he plays his role... Um, to a T, you know, he's really high work rate and he's an elite runner, he's a good ball user and, um, yeah, he provides a really good stable wing um, for us uh, for this season, so uh, apart from him being a ripping bloke, he's also a very good footballer and we're wrapped to have him part of our, uh, for our family. Perfect combo, good footballer, ripping bloke. One guy that we're really interested in in seeing, Clark, he came with, uh, surprising that he was still left in the draft when you picked him up, but Cooper Simpson is one guy that we're uh, really keen to see and and uh, the people talking him up uh, in, in, in big ways that he's a very handy player. Yeah, well, I think that's pretty accurate from what we've seen so far. He's, um, I've played on him a little bit um, in the match play stuff earlier in the preseason, and he's um, yeah, he's definitely a, a natural sort of footballer. He's he's pretty smart. I think he he wants to get up on the ball um, later in his career, but um, so far his his craft up forward's been pretty good. He knows where the goals are. He knows how to get on the end of them. So. Um, yeah, very natural and smart footballer, and I'm looking forward to see what he can do for us. A couple of injury concerns. Heath Chapman, of course, which seems to be ongoing, and Sam Switkowski's with a, a minor oh, hamstring injury. Good. It's the second one in the preseason for him. That must get frustrating, but what about the rest of the group? Uh, the, the the playing stock's pretty full? Yeah, yeah, no, we're, um, yeah, the group's largely in pretty good condition, obviously. Yeah, hard sort of going out to Chappie. I mean, it flattens the playing group when you see a bloke who's put so much effort in, so much work in to his body in the last year like he has to uh, have another setback and um, yeah there wouldn't be one person at the club that doesn't feel for chap at the moment then obviously Switter um, yeah a little hamstring I'm not too sure the extent of it but hopefully it's on the minor end and we should see him early in the year I was down the club uh, last week for your open media day Clarky great setup you've got but it just seems to be a understated confidence it's not uh, it's not bells and whistles you're not uh, you know, preaching from the rooftops, it just seems to be nice and understated, but from the coaching staff and the, and the admin or the or senior management, it just seems to be a little bit of just a, a nice feeling about the place and they're pretty comfortable where you sit right now. Yeah, obviously, um, I mean, yeah, we're not going to write ourselves off or talk ourselves up. I mean, you've got to be in a pretty good frame of mind when you're coming to play AFL footy. But, yeah, I mean, the feeling around the group is that um, I liken it to a couple of years ago when I first came over. It's a pretty similar feeling, you know. We coming off not a great year last year, and um, so our expectation is that we can get ourselves back to contending at the end of the year and playing off the finals. But obviously, there's a lot of work that's had to go in, and we've had a really good pre-season. So hopefully, uh, that correlates and we can play some pretty good footy. You got to get up and about early because you take on Brisbane. Of course, we know how good they can be, and you don't have great form against them. I think you've won two of your last nine against them. So you're going to get a true test first up. There's going to be no easy games. Yeah, I think there's no easy games in the AFL, to be honest. I think any team on any given day can beat anyone. So, um, yeah, there's no easy games out there anymore. And, um, yeah, it's a great test for us early. And uh, we look forward. It's something that we're going to take head on. And, 
Um, obviously, they're going to have a bit of a run under their belt, obviously, the week prior. So our preparation for that game is going to be key, and um, I look forward to the next couple of weeks and putting our best foot forward. And that includes, of course, uh, a match uh, sim training session, West Coast Fremantle, 24th of February, Saturday, 24th at 4.45 at Mineral Resources Park. Before we let you go, uh, Jordy, can you just... Uh, uh, who's in the hat-wearing brigade in pre-season? Is, is Sharp in that group? I mean, as yourself, you're the captain of the hat-wearing brigade. Who else is uh, in the hat-wearing brigade at Frio? Yeah, oh, I do love wearing my hat. Um, <laughs> Sean Darcy's in a league of his own because he just wears it backwards, and I'm not one of those blokes. <laughs> oh, I can't wear hats backwards. Um, James H has a nice little collection at times. Um, nice. But, yeah, no, I seem to be the, the stable one that wears it flat out. Uh, no matter whether we're inside, not training or whatever, I'm still wearing my hat. So, um, yeah, I'm looking to recruit a few more players and a few more options, hat options as well. So if anyone's keen to throw some at me, uh, let me know. Right, Mix it up go. a little. I like it. See, we'll wear them on game day too. We'll <laughs> <laughs> wear them on game day. the warm-up. You'd be like Steve McBurney, the umpire. He? He, yes. he was a hat wearer from way back. Hey, good on you, mate. Appreciate your chat. We hope to do it uh, often throughout the footy season. Always a Appreciate your time with us. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. Jordan Clark, Barista Made Ice Cold Drive Through for your iced coffee favourites at McCafe. A break. We're coming back after the 7.30 news. Breakfast powered by Kubota with mastermind Tony from Elka Moss. Oh. His subject, Scotty Cummings' goal-kicking career. I reckon you two need to join forces with this one. This is Scotty Ingalls. Scott 27 away from 8 o'clock, 19 degrees, heading for a top of 38, 42 tomorrow, and then dropping. Wow, cold change Friday, 30. Jumpers out. Uh, already, got a, already, got, already got a hat for Jordan Clark, drum and golf. You know, throw him a hat. And so, uh, he does love his golf, he too. He loves his golf, so drum and golf at Aussie Park, you know, give him a hat. Hey, do, do drum and golf, now you'd know this. Just say yes, they do everything. Do, do they take second-hand clubs? No. That what? we bought from them? Have you used them? Yeah, but we've got them, we upgraded I don't think they do trade-ins. I wouldn't have thought, no. Can you get a new set? Tied up. <laughs> no, I've got the new set. Oh, good. Did you get it from the Yes. Good. So we've got the old set, which was used once, mm. and we upgraded quickly to the new set, and we want to don't know what to do with the old set. Oh, I'll, I'll make a call for you. Thank I you. would have thought. No. I should have probably had this discussion. I would have thought there. Marketplace was probably the place for well, I won't be doing Marketplace. So breakfast yeah, get power. some strangers around here. <laughs> Wait, take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land product attachments. Uh, one man who I heard the interview with Adam Simpson on uh, with Duff, Mark Duffield yesterday morning, and I have since read the follow-ups on Code Sports. Duff, when Adam Simpson basically said Adam Andrew Gaff would be in the starting lineup, what stage did you fall off your chair? Are you surprised by the, the absolute backing him in? Uh, no, because that's his pattern. I just wonder how well it will serve him this year. Look, Gaff's going all right, mm. and it's not, as I wrote in the code story, it's not a Cox Blatefield lining up to take the spots on the wing. I mean, Jinby will probably play on the other wing, but will go inside a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaden Hunt will probably come up to the wing, but he'll go back a bit. So in terms of a lockdown set-and-forget wingman, 
there's not a lot. He's been a good well, servant for the footy club. Yeah, but you can't expect the coach to say, nah, look, he's not in my calculations. Of course he's going to back his player in. It's like when you're in a rebuild and you say, you know, can you play finals? Oh, of course we can. Oh, he's bloody deluded. That is the hot topic, though. That's the biggest topic on socials right now is where does Andrew Gaff fit going into a new year if you are starting afresh with a new group and with a new future? If I was advising Adam Simpson, I know he's loyal to his senior players, yep. uh, perhaps too much so. Um, but I would say, okay, if you think he's earned his spot in round one, you play him. But if it doesn't suit the team or his numbers aren't good enough or his patterns aren't good enough to be effective, he has to come out and he has to go back to the waffle. Statistically, he was the worst kick in the competition last year, Andrew Gaff. So, and, and I said it earlier on well, last week when we did our five things, we wanted to see if, if he's playing regularly in their AFL team, I don't think they're going forward. Yeah. Wait and see. That's a, that's a wait and see I'm a thing. Fan. I'm a fan of Gaff. Always have been. Uh, uh, that's I, a wait and see on, on yeah, selection I, for round one if where he, the coach sits, but he's not going to pot him and say, no, he's not in contention. If you're Don Pike, you're going to give him some direction. You, know, you, the, you don't want the CEO too involved in these things, but you, but you do give some direction according to the position of your club. You say, okay, round one's okay, but... It's a watch. Mm. Now, Duff, what do you got coming up after eight? And are you going to follow the breaking story, uh, which was bombshell dropped by one Scott Cummings just after six o'clock? And I have sent um, sent a message to the one said topic, and normally he's very good at responding. No response, which is a sure sign. You might be on the money. Trevor Nisbet's name's been linked to St Kilda. Scott Cummings. Well, they could do worse. Absolutely. They could do a lot worse. Like, St Kilda needs a strong hand, and they need a person who will follow the basics. Can I be in the room with him and Ross? Oh. <laughs> Start things off. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know that I want to be in the room. <laughs> you want to be behind thick protective glass, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there might be some there might be some fur flying. But, yeah, no, he's – look, massive experience, massive record of success. Huge. Strong, strong personality. Yeah. But – you're right. He would be going up against a strong personality. Speaking well, of Russell's a changed man, though. No, he's not. He's a changed man. Oh, he told please, us. Please. He's all soft and fluffy now. Cuddly. Yeah. Cuddly, yes. Um, Simon Garlic, right off the top, straight into Simon Garlic. We're going to talk about their financials, and we'll talk about all other things involving Fremantle, whether they can bounce back, obviously, from a, a disappointing year. Um, talk to Shelley Nitschke, the coach of the Australian women's cricket team. Of course, they've got the big test match coming mm. up at the Wacker. Starts tomorrow? Starts tomorrow in the heat. Yeah. Degrees. Just saw an, a, a couple of Cricket Australia a, a officials walking past in their garb. Just there. And also be talking to Dan Churney about the the Windies belting the Aussies off the park in the last T20 and wrapping up the summer of cricket. Good on you, Duff. In after 8 o'clock, if you've got a, a question for Duff or you want to ask one of, sorry, a question of Simon Garlic, then let us know. 13 12 55 or 0487736736. A break. Coming back. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Jimmy Blunt. I love James Blunt. After this musical interlude, Todd from Elkamos is playing Mastermind. Scott Ingos, it's Valentine's Day. In a crowded place And I don't know what to do Cause I'll never be with you Can you kick this from here, Jason? Well, 
what he comes to strength is his range in kicking. 55 metres by drop punt is not a problem for this fellow. And he'll fancy his chances from here. It's a good kick. It's where you said. It's very close. It's a great kick. Yeah, so let's, we've delved into the archives right there, Scotty. That's why uh, I love Dunstall. Todd from Alkamos is here, along with Scotty, uh, for Mastermind. And, well, you're going to set the tone right here. Double pass for the first home finals game for the Perth Wildcats. So these are going to be oh, very wow. hard to get hold of. Eight-year-old Bo from Australia on Friday. His topic is Collingwood scores from the last two seasons. Wow. Todd from Elkamos, good morning. Good morning, boys. How are we going? Very well. Hey, do you want to play along with Scott and sort of... He doesn't know the questions. He doesn't know the answers. No. Do you want to join forces? I, I probably don't know the answers, Todd. Do you wish to join well, forces or do you want to go to. solo? Uh, well, depends how hard you do the questions, Goss. Yeah, well, you know what? It involves me, so I reckon he's made them really tough just to be a... Yeah. Just, just to be a mean bloke. Question number one. In the space of three games, Scotty kicked 25 goals. How many Brownlow votes did he receive in that time? One. Come on. Come on, son. Seriously. 25. I will go with I will go with it's either five or six. It has to be six. It has to be six. It was a fourteen and a ten in there and then just in, oh, yeah. yeah, just a little one in the middle there. <laughs> just a little one in the middle that sort of broke the broke the routine. If you are teaming up. If you are teaming up, can you discuss before yeah. and then provide your answer? And can we hold the X and the, and yeah. the tick? Please? Yeah, OK, gotcha. So what is your answer, boys? Uh, they, hey, John, I think we should go with six. I think six is a good idea. I think we go with six. Of the players to wear jumper number 14 at West Coast, Cummings kicked 94 more goals than his nearest number 14 wearer. <coughs> Who is second to Cummings on the list of goal kickers to wear 14 at West Coast? Well, it's not... Um, oh. you, you tell me what you think first, Todd. So I'm tipping, well, it, I'm I'm tipping not it's real, not Monkey I'm Brennan. <laughs> I'm not a die-hard West Coast supporter, so I don't even know who used to wear 14. Well, you can throw in, throw in Ilya Grigic, you can throw in Brent Staker, which is... Uh, and Liam Duggins, who hasn't kicked many, so I'm probably leaning towards... Staker myself, Todd. Yeah, Staker would probably nearly be... Staker? Was he within 94 for me? Stop it. <laughs> Stop it, please. <laughs> you might have just kicked that many. <laughs> yeah, that a boy. I think that's what we're going with, yeah. guys. I think we're going to go with Brent we'll go with Staker. Staker. I reckon. Mm. Oh! Really? Who else wore 14? Staker wore 41. Someone that looked like him. Did he really? Did he really? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Who is that? What's the answer? It's not Jamie Grant. Was it Jamie Grant? Mark Seabee. Mark Seabee. That's oh. that's who I was thinking about. Right, there we go. Mark Seabee. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
Hang on, mate. He's using a fit of laughter at the moment because right. I don't know what he wore the jumper after me. <laughs> His head's about to explode. I'm telling you right now. This Question is, number three. You look, like, you look like Ed. Against which team has Scotty kicked the most goals? Oh. <sighs> always enjoy Todd of Alcamos, Scotty of... I, 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 I always enjoy playing... Um, Footscray, always. Always enjoyed playing on. I'm so impressed that he came out kindly. Well, I don't know. Uh, I just crossed my career. Adelaide. Whole career? Whole career. Oh, I don't know. What, what the hell would I well, do you these Would have played, fr- played Fremantle a lot when you were at West Coast? Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning more towards Footscray or Adelaide, one. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Goss is laughing his oh, ass yeah, off. Why like... would I know these things? Todd of Alcabos, your answer, please. <laughs> uh, we'll go with Footscray. Oh, really? I love playing them. <sighs> Collingwood. Oh, it was Presty. <laughs> <laughs> of all the grounds, <laughs> of all the grounds Scotty played at, and there were 12 during his career, he only failed to kick a goal at one of those venues. Name it. Played at 12 venues throughout his career. He failed to kick a goal at just one of those venues. Name it. Oh. Did I play at Monica? I'm trying to think if I played at Monica. Did you, yeah. did, you play at, did, you, did you play at Carrara? No, no, that was well before my time, Todd. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Gabba and the SCG had... Oh, I don't know. What? Uh, well, these are tough questions. Name, name a couple of obscure grounds, Todd. Not the way. That's what I'm trying to think of. Okay. Uh, Wacker, yes. Waverly, yes. that's past you. <laughs> Waverly, no, Waverly, I played at Waverly. Stand by, I'll give you the venues. Yeah. Docklands, Footy Park, Gabba, Cadinia Park, MCG... These are the names of the ground. Princess Park, SCG, Subi, Victoria Park, Wacker, Waverley, Western Oval or Witten Oval? Oh, answer, please. oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with Witten Oval, Todd. Witten Oval. I played yeah, one yeah, game there and I played centre-half back. Yep. All right. Great. Here we go. It's funny considering <laughs> you said you'd love playing against the Bulldogs. Your last question. I played centre-half back that day. On the all-time AFL-VFL goal-kicking list, where does Scott sit? Oh, no idea. 77th. What? 87th. Oh, it means getting worse. 140th. 140. 140? Really? That was pretty much the only thing I was going to do. 140? You're a legend, Toddy. How many did you get? Four? Three. Three? Three. Three out of five, Todd. Yeah, well done, mate. Good fun. You're a legend. <laughs> Thanks for playing along. Thank you. Good on you, mate. Yeah, there he is. Double pass. Yeah, boys. Yeah, for the Bye. first home, home, home final game for the Perth Wildcats. Eight-year-old Bo from Australia on Friday. You were no help at all. Let's get right away. <laughs> Scotty and Goss.
Scotty and Goss, breaking news. So earlier this morning, just after 6 o'clock, you made mention about the Trevor Nisbet link to St Kilda. I can confirm St Kilda has inquired about Trevor Nisbet. Mm. But the answer will be no. Yeah. Oh, so I'll let you it just dips me toe into that pool for the while. <laughs> That's okay. So your, your mail was true. My, so that has not come from Trevor, but I can assure you that the uh, the St Kilda Football Club certainly has inquired about uh, Trevor Nisbet's availability, but not for him. I still believe Trevor Nisbet has a role to play in a major sporting organisation in Western Australia, and again, I do believe. Why wouldn't he? Well, what, Why wouldn't he go to the Wacker? Worked his backside off for a long, 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 long time. Because he loves it, mate. And he's yeah. still vibey and he's off having a run this morning and life is good. Was he? Yeah, he runs hard, mate. Runs hard. Really? I'm looking forward to his yeah. farewell. It's going to be a huge, huge occasion. You going? Yeah, when's that? <laughs> is it just anyone <laughs> no, up? Got, no, no, no. You got invited to the golf day. I get invited oh. to the special stuff. Won the golf day too. Did you really? Yeah, Who did you play with? Played with uh, Ash McIntosh, who was elite, really good. Carried us. Uh, Jackson Nelson was fantastic, and uh, Jason Gilby, Milk Boy, Milk Boy, Harley Reid's. Um, no, but he's what's he called? Handbag. No. <laughs> Excess baggage. <laughs> well, you know, when you've got a dog that goes with you, um, well, yeah, the flies with you on the plane, they're like a carer. <laughs> Emotional support dog, that's how it is. He's a real ripping bloke. Jeez, he's funny as, and had a good day for the boys. I'm led to believe that there is severe interest, and not only uh, from one party, but from both parties, severe interest in Trevor Nisbet's retirement being put on hold and moving as the CEO, or they're looking for a high-powered person to your club, St Kilda. I say very happy Valentine's Day and good morning. <laughs> G'day, sweetie. How are you? Are you? Could you be called little baby Jump Jump? No. Yeah. Can you not keep going with that? Oh, well, that's Simon Miller's in the house. Simon, mining legend. Is that a chance at Esperance on Friday? You previously trained it. No, I can't say I trained it. Never trained no, mining legend. But uh, get on. It's working well. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Roy, for your input. Roy? Roy, you have to sit it out for a little while, mate. Sit it out, Adam Selwood. Which one out of your team, you reckon, Salas, you just go, yeah, he's going to take it seriously. He's going to try and rack up possessions here and just really prove to everyone that he's still got it. Oh, without doubt, Michael Braun. Clark, appreciate your time. Who's in the hat-wearing brigade in pre-season? I do love wearing my hat. (laughs) Sean Darcy's in a league of his own because he just wears it backwards, and I'm not one of those blokes. (laughs) I can't wear hats backwards. Well done, boys. Nice work by you. Duff's in after 8 o'clock. Happy Valentine's, Scotty. Happy Valentine's, Brevi!